spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Howdy, DC On Screen fans. How would you like a piece of original artwork from one of us here at DC On Screen? All right, we're aware that you've never thought of that before, but here's the deal. We need your help. Um, because the internet is a giant monster that requires numbers and regular feeding times. And then these, these, these algorithm things that are like our personal demons that we can't defeat alone. Do the right thing. Go over to iTunes. Give us a, a five-star review or a more honest review if you feel absolutely led to. And then email yeah. us at dconscreen at gmail.com. What we're going to need you to do is just write in an address. Tell us who you are. Give us whatever address you want, to, want us to send you something at. You know, if, we, if you don't want us to know where you live, send it to your neighbors and go steal his mail, whatever. Yeah. Just... Give us that, and then we need you to write Dave or Jason, and then we need you to write the name of a character. We're going to send you a piece of artwork. All yeah. I can say about it is that one of us is a good artist and one of us is not. If you've actually been listening to every episode, you might know the secret answer to that, uh, to who you should really ask. But, um, hey, or toss hell, a coin. Man, you know, once you, once you get the picture from us, uh, take a picture of it or scan it or something. Send it back to us, and we'll put it on Facebook, just Tell like us. we do with your DC loot. Yeah. <laughs> Send it back with, like, critiques if you want to. We don't give a fuck, you know. <laughs> Draw over it, you know, pull a Deadpool. Whatever. One of us might cry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll both probably, we'll both probably cry. But whatever. Point is, you know, it's it's come that time. It's it's the classic call to action. We need some, we need to get out there. We need to get a little bit of the uh, the review game going. Um, and uh, this is this is our humble offering. Yeah, humble offering. Very humble. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it any better myself, man. That was a good pitch. Oh, thank you. All right, with that said, uh, settle in for a new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television, and in this case, a Vertigo title. Um, Today we're going to be getting super spoilery on... Lucifer 103, the would-be uh, Prince of Darkness. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason. Hey. So, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you're like a big fan of the of Lucifer, I don't know how much you're going to enjoy this episode because we kind of don't like it at all. At least not for what we're like, looking to do. Just, like, no, that's not, that's not uh, completely accurate for me. I call this Strike 2. I just, it's... It's not like it's a it's a fine show for me to have on in the background, but it's not what I'm caring about yet. Because mm-hmm. we've hit that point on week three now, where he, I mean, he's funny, but mm-hmm. do something, just do yeah. something. Mm-hmm. I am 
Well, let me point out really quick that the this episode was down to 5.468 million, so it has it, it steadily dropped uh, every week. God, that's like a million a week. I that's right. Yeah, and I don't know what that means. Well, at five point um, four, it's still the they're show. still finding their audience. They'll say, but uh, yeah, or seeing who's still going to keep being their audience. But somewhere in the fours, you, they start really looking at whether you're going to be around anymore. My guess, and this is just based on the three episodes we've seen. My guess is it'll bottom out at about one point five million. That is that is low. I mean, most procedurals of any kind can exist somewhere in the two to three range. Because mm-hmm. there's somebody that's willing you to sit there and watch, you know, a detective story get wrapped up every week. Um, well, Castle. The reason I say that, like eight. Mm-hmm. And it, this, well, the reason this I show say reminds that, me so much of Castle. It's scary. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like it's it's getting the ratings it is because the X Files is before it, and the X Files only has a couple more weeks. It's two, isn't it? Two or three more weeks. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, I don't have a lot of faith in Lucifer right now. Which I well, guess is well, what, a funny thing to say. Yeah, but. If that's <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if that's the the case, then yeah, you've got like three weeks, and when you see the ro- the the drop off ratings after after the lead in's gone, which actually, who's going to be the lead in after that? I don't know. All right, we'll have to look into that because if it's a good enough lead in, then maybe it doesn't matter. Um, uh, I doubt it will be. Fox though. Basketball? I don't know. I can't even remember. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that'll help. Um. It's not I exactly March Madness. Look that here, up. Well, I mean, brackets are getting made, so maybe still. It's not like basketball lasts longer than an hour. I doubt it's going to matter. We'll figure out who is. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Like, X-Files is, is dropping in, in ratings, too. Of course we knew it would, because that's what happens with shows, period. Yeah, but. that is. I mean, the air comes out of tires, balloons deflate over time, TV shows lose viewers. It, Yeah. It's gonna happen. Mm, I don't. Oh, we're idiots. It's gonna be Gotham. Oh, yeah, we are idiots. I forgot. <laughs> I'm like over here looking it up, going like, mm, "What's leading it?" Like, duh. I forgot it. I forgot <laughs> we're talking about Monday night here. We are idiots. Yeah, it is Monday night. Um, you know what it is? Is uh, in my head, deep inside, I'm so used to uh, X Files being on Sunday nights from way back in the day mm-hmm. that I was just convincing myself that it was Sunday night. That we were looking for, but I know it's not. Yeah, it's true. I'm over here typing. I'm over here typing Monday and thinking Sunday. Right, that's pathetic. So anyway, um, uh, what happened in this episode of Lucifer? Anyway, like very little. We had the Lucifer imposter, the guy that stole his identity. Um, once again, Maze is like all getting, I don't know, weird and juiced up over him. <laughs> I mean, uh, she's the a, prospect of him punishing someone. She's a demon that isn't having a. a an identity crisis. So she just wants yeah. to go be mean. Period. Like that's that's her whole thing. Yeah. That's and uh presumably what he's supposed to be doing, but no. He's got to get all changing. And, and some, I'm good with the changing part. I like the whole let's let's change him uh, or you know, she says like people come to LA just to uh to 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 change themselves and I think you to maybe, reinvent themselves. Yeah. Well, that's great. Let's do it. Stop hinting at it. You've got like you've only got one X-file or one or two X-files left. You got to do something quick, man. And then it's going to be up, like, mm-hmm. at that point, you're going to be hoping B.D. Wong comes and saves your ass. Is that really where you want to leave, like, your show? <laughs> hoping a, a character uh, as obscure as Hugo Strange can keep your ratings up? Yeah, that's why I, I don't think it's going to be lasting too much longer, but I might be wrong. <sighs> and, uh, let me see. Uh, 
I kind of don't, it, save for the fact that he wants to know why he doesn't affect her. I have no, and even that seems like, man, why are you even dealing with this detective? Like, seriously. Like, why would you care? Well, that would be it, though. I, and and get, I'll give him this. Over millennia, this has never happened before. Yeah, I'd be all kinds of on top of this if I were him. Because mm-hmm. it's not like he's... But he doesn't seem to be completely interested in that, either. And why she won't change? No, no, because he's also apparently so interested in why he's changing that he's, in, you know, true to form, he's too self-involved to really be caring about that more than the thing that's actually mm-hmm. affecting him more personally. Mm-hmm. But, um, eh, come on. Give me some of that. Mm. Show me something. Although I did see the uh, the most evil thing in the uh, in the entire episode. What's that? Um, her home computer seems to be running Windows eight point one. That is truly the work <laughs> of the devil. <laughs> and that's a decent that's a de- decent surface that she's got there. Like I know she can upgrade to Windows mm-hmm. ten. It's free, bitches. Are you still in line in the queue? Because you can just go download that thing. Don't yeah. wait for the icon to appear. Just go download it. Don't wait for the translation. Answer me now. <laughs> A little personal advice. If you've got Windows 7, think very closely about what you're doing. If you've got Windows 8.1, dive dick deep into Windows 10, buddy, because it's it's your only salvation. I like my Windows 7. I can't blame you. I can't win- judge you. I've, I've got Windows 7 on my main desktop, but I've got Windows 10 on my tablet. Best of both worlds. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, that rant aside, I do miss 7 a little bit because I've got 10 everywhere now. Mm-hmm. I like seven. Anyway, <laughs> I like Windows Seven more than I like Episode Three of Lucifer. That's for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> unspeakable acts. By the way, we got a bit carried away. I did enjoy that. Um, that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Um, I know he's on network. I know this is on network TV, but I can't imagine that if uh, <laughs> the devil had a th- had a three way, um, that any of those oh, women would still way. be wearing four way. Four way, whatever. Uh, yeah, four way would still be wearing any is. clothing. Menage a quoi or something? Or what's what's French for? Maybe. Uh, um, oh, that they would still be clothed yeah. in the morning. That's what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah they would still be clothed. Yeah. Uh, that's a little weird. That's that's uh, you know again one of these problems with you know network doing these shows on network. I mean, um, after a while, the devil gets bored with um, you know serious penetration and just goes back to heavy petting as his favorite form. Just boredom, right? Sure. Oh, don't you miss I being? Guess. Don't I, you miss being sixteen? I don't know when the off. devil was sixteen. I guess you know, pretty early, right? But maybe he had formative years similar to the average high school student these days. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe. <laughs> oh, incidentally, and I did. I you know, I did laugh when he said that the imposter, the Lucifer imposter, was diluting the Lucifer brand. That was good. And they went back for like. For the third and fourth time, though, I was like, okay, well, the joke is old. Right. Now you're diluting the Lucifer joke. Mm-hmm. I liked the, I liked the shtick of him having an imposter, but, um, eh, after that, eh. Like, it was, it was like everything else in this episode. Kind of fun to see, and then, and then what are we doing? Yeah. Very quickly. I did enjoy the line. I really did enjoy the line. I can assure you, he is not, he is in no way meteorologically, meteorologi- meteorologically, can't say that word. meteorologically. <laughs> Inclined, yeah. The whole Noah thing that was a one off. I enjoyed that. That was good. I did laugh. Um, um somebody let me know if they, uh, you, you could, uh, reach very far and wide and deep as you could and still not find a fuck to give about this. So I'll ask everyone else Is this episode not about Russell Wilson? Just throwing that out there. Let me know if I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I don't know who that is, but 
I agree with you. Seahawks quarterback, um, known specifically for being a uh, a goody two shoes. He's the he's the the league's boy scout right now. I don't mm-hmm. supposed okay. to have that sterling reputation. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's apparently Pey- Peyton Manning's not a boy scout anymore. That's old. Surely there's another. Ah. Anyway. So uh so Lucifer gets mad at the dude and throws him through the the glass. That was good. And uh the detective keeps staring at the footage and they're like dun dun dun. And I'm like why are you all dun dun dun? Why are you guys acting like that? Like we know we know he's the devil. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's supposed to be oh my god. He has told she's her that he's the devil. to understanding it. They're like her her unpeeling one level of density between her skull and the real world should not require musical scoring. <laughs> Yeah. That does not deserve that. Yeah. But the shot looked great, oh, man. man. Shot looked shot great. Shot looked great. Um, I kind of doubt that dude would have, uh, I don't know, just gone ahead and, I doubt the agent dude would have just gone ahead and admitted to everything right there, like he did. Um. Yeah, uh, it does seem to be a lot of witnesses. Also, when, when I looked, there's like, there's all this going on inside the, uh, the thing, but like outside of the the room, there's still just people shaking hands and chatting in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, that that mm-hmm. part actually feels more real than anything else here going on. You kind of like go to your coffee break and then come out and go. <laughs> Wait, what just? Did, one of our board members got arrested. Holy shit! Yeah. Did you? No. Did you send? Did you send me a text asking me if it was at Wolfram and Hart? I did. <laughs> I did. Look at the stairwell. Mm. It, if Wolfram and Hart wasn't destroyed uh, at the end of Angel, did I they actually destroy the building? It was a real building. I mean, the building was like the lights were blinking and the it was crumbling around them. Surely the building was. I mean, surely that was CGI. They, and, surely they didn't destroy the actual and, building, right? And then uh, I think Maybe Angel goes and talks to Eve. Season six of Angel. Oh, we spent all our money on the building. Sorry, guys. And he goes to Eve and he says, "Come on, we we've got to get out of here. The whole place is coming down." And she goes, "Where is there to go?" Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a sad ending for her, but you know, whatever. A lot of it was. That was such a, a good show. That way. It was such a tight show. It was a tight show. Such a tight show. Like, oh, love Angel. Um, and no, they actually canceled that show because Whedon demanded to know whether or not they were coming back for a season six, and they're like, I have to know, then no. <laughs> and then, and then the guy who canceled it later regretted the decision wholeheartedly, and even uh, said as much in interviews. Um, but yeah, so. Bastard. I loved Angel. Anyway. And Whedon probably learned a valuable lesson about being too pushy. <laughs> Come on. I don't care if you are Joss Whedon. You can't be pushy with these people. They have the purse strings. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That is the, the pecking order, man. I mean, you know, I kind of feel him. You I gotta, think he has you actually... massage the ego a little. You can't... I think he has actually come back and said, like, well, yeah, probably we shouldn't have done that. But at the same time. They they both, it's not like, when I've heard it, it sounded like they both kind of walked away and went, we kind of overreacted, everybody. I'm sorry y'all didn't get an ending to our show. Mm hmm. We got a pretty good ending. We got a pretty good ending. Comics are pretty good, too. Yeah. Oh, well. I just saw solicitations for Buffy season 10. Of course. So, whenever I get some time, I'm going to dive back into that. Mm-hmm. You won't have time. Let me let me sum that up for you. Oh, I'll have time. It'll be a while. <laughs> You'll have Smallville to watch, and I'll have comics. That's a to good read. point. <laughs> <sighs> That's what this summer is going to be. I look forward to it. Catching up on grainy SD footage of Smallville. <laughs> Somebody save me! All right, we got to move on. We're not even talking about Lucifer anymore. This is done. All right, I, I I'm spent. This Sorry, show's got to do something, man. It's gotta. 
it's got to do something. Like, at this like, point, like, we're the having existential crises about the show. Yeah, the and show in of itself. When we when we review the show, it's become a bat wiener episode. So yeah, I, I <laughs> just get out of the procedural just a little bit. I get that you have to do a procedure every time, but do it better. Just plain be better. Yeah, I'm not even like I am so not interested in your little your little cases that he's working. I'm just not. I want to know about the war between heaven and hell that's coming. Yes. I, you've, told I, me, I, you, you've told me about all this magnificent stuff. Show me. Stop showing me fl- stop showing me him like flicking his little coin around and stuff and, and show and me some you know, nice, Show me something, man. This is ugh, it's untenable at this point. Please. <laughs> well, that's how we feel. <laughs> I I beg anyone listening. If we're wrong in some fashion that will make me care more about this show, I would love to know about it. Uh, yeah. Story or GTFO, y'all. I just, yeah, pretty much. But I'm desperate. I'm, I'm looking for anything. If there's just some something I've missed, uh, I would like to hear about it. As would I. But we are DC On Screen. You can find every episode, including this very short episode, at DCOnScreen.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Um, if you'd like to, go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall over at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Uh, they obviously talk about Marvel stuff. So, uh, I don't know. Next up, we're talking about The Flash. And <laughs> oh, we're going to be gushing, guys. So, uh, yeah. we'll see you then. <laughs> Keep some DC on your screen. Me, 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 but also you... The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.